Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. To this Belly Up Media production, some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. The following announcement has been paid for, but it's full forward after Hi, here we are. Welcome <laughs> and happy Monday. I'll eventually get this happy thing Monday. down. That's a yes, rib on it us. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm like ribbing. I'm like ribbing ourselves. Um, it is Monday, August twenty second. It is a very, very positive and happy day. I will not go into detail why. That's for another um, show. And it's another episode. If you uh, are a listener to the Scoreboard Addicts podcast, you'll get what I'm saying. But anyway, it's Monday, and I'm Matt. This is Sal, and up, we are the Wrestling Addicts. And Sal, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a newsworthy day. We got a lot to talk about, and. Even something to talk about right off the start. What, like a half hour maybe ago? I we think got so. This, we got this news. Road Dog has taken over Double J's spot as uh, Senior Vice President of Live Events. And Double J's out and Road Dog is in. What do you think about that? Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> um, you know what? The, ro- the roadie's back. <laughs> I it's I like it. I don't have an issue with Road Dog. Me either. As you know what? So like it, it's different now because even if Road Dog was there when Vince was there, I feel like these guys like Sean, who's now running NXT creatively. Um, Road Dog is back for live events. By senior it, vice president of live events. 
senior vice president for live events. And it's like, you know, Triple H is bringing in his guys that aren't like stooges that will like guess him to death. I feel like that they would, you know, give him back honest opinion on how they like things. And I feel like that's what he surrounded himself with. I mean, all all he needs is is X Pac and Billy Gunn, and then you got <laughs> DX running. You 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 pretty what much have run? DX what running. Give X Pac to run. <laughs> oh my catering, <laughs> yeah, maybe catering or uh, something else, but I don't know. That um, yeah, you know what? I like bringing Road Dog. I know some people on Twitter aren't thrilled that he's coming back, which. I don't really understand why. I guess it's because he's Lord Dog's kind of been vocal on Twitter. You know, he's been bashing some people on his podcast and on his Twitter account. But like, who cares? Like, really? Are we really going to be worried about that? Like, who cares? <laughs> I've learned since doing this show that there are many different kinds of wrestling fans and. Mm. The Twitter wrestling fans are the absolute worst of them all. They are. It's, it's it can it's, be it can be a bit much. It really can. Twitter is a toxic platform to begin oh, it's with. Very toxic. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then you add the wrestling part of it because it's you have these people who don't, um, they can't really separate that it's not right. You know, that it's all scripted or whatever. And, you know, like a couple of months ago, Kat Deddens um, from Two Broke Girls, Thor, and um, right 40-Year-Old Virgin, she um, she tweeted out because she's watching SummerSlam that, um, oh, a month ago then. And then she's like, I think I love WWE. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. And then you have people commented – you should be watching um, New Japan or AEW. Yeah, I'm sure she knows. Like, I'm sure she knows what channel New Japan's on. I know, and I don't know his name off the top of my head, but Cardi B tweeted out that, um, you know, I guess because last night on, and this is something I wanted to talk about, but I just always forget to watch it because it's on so late. But the WWE on A&E last night, they had the – I think they did the Edge documentary. Yes, and And, I haven't watched it yet, but I heard it was very good. And then they did the rivals of him and Cena. Mm -hmm. And I guess Cardi B was watching it, and she said said that she used to love them growing up. Uh, Yeah. And then there's a guy, Jeremy – something padawar he's he has a blue check he's connect um he's like verified i think he does something with the toy line but he just he tweets out aew heart and like toy it's just why why can't someone just say that they like something why does it it always have to be like a feud like it's like it has to be compared to something else it it can be it's just it can be annoying you know, um, like, you know what? Okay, Road Dog tried to get a job with AEW. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to say he begged for a job, but he sort he of did. To get a job. <laughs> he tried. Yeah, you know what? <clears throat> People want work, and sometimes it's not as easy to get work in the wrestling business. So, you know, you have to do what you have to do. But he, I knew he was when Triple H got back in charge there. I knew. I had a feeling that Road Dog would have a job, and then this Jeff Jarrett news comes out that he departed, and now Road Dog is in his spot. And I'm not surprised. Triple H is going to surround himself with people he could trust, and he knows he can trust Road Dog, just like he knows he can trust Sean with NXT, and you know. So Do you, I don't have a problem with it. You know what I'm thinking, maybe because it. I mean, Triple H doesn't seem like the Vince type to where, like, he's going to come in and clean house of all of Vince's people and bring his own. I mean, that's what Vince did with NXT. I don't see Triple H doing that with the backstage stuff. Hey, Bruce is still there. Exactly. So, like, Dunn's still there. Maybe, you know, the, uh, the match that Jeff, you know, Jeff Jarrett did with, with Ric Flair, maybe he just wants to wrestle again and maybe he won't be able to do both. Maybe he wants to get back in the ring and it's not a firing or like, Hey, you're not really doing like live attendances down. It could be that. Maybe I don't, they didn't give a reason yet. No one reported on it, why he's leaving or why he left. So I'm sure that'll come out sooner rather than later. But I would think, I think it's just, Triple H wants his people in there, and I don't think necessarily Jeff Jarrett is a, like in Triple H's circle. I could see that. I, I don't. I don't think he is either. I just hope that this doesn't ruin the scheduled um, action figure that Jarrett was supposed to get. He, um, he was supposed to get an old school. Um, it shouldn't. Like double J with the uh, with the hat that that lit up. I hope it, it doesn't shouldn't. because that that'll be a uh, cool one to get. Yeah, it shouldn't. I think. I, I mean, I haven't heard anything, but I they probably left on good terms unless they unless something comes out that <laughs> said they didn't. But yeah, I, I like Road Dog being back. Uh, I'm not against it like some people are. Yeah, Triple H is going to bring in people in. I don't know why people are so surprised at that. Everyone does that, which, like in any job, you know, Mm -hmm. football coaches do it, baseball managers do it. What's the difference with with this? What because you don't like Road Dog because he, you know, he's begging for a job on Twitter, as people could say, or maybe it's just that he calls out shit that is shit. And he goes, this isn't good. And it just happens to be AEW stuff. So maybe that's why. Mm. Maybe that's why he never got the job. But it just. I have no idea. You know what? Him, Sean. He comes from. Road Dog comes from a, a good wrestling family. Armstrong family is yeah. a good wrestling family. So I, I, the outrage. So the outrage from some people is a little ridiculous. It's it's outrage to be outraged. There's really yeah, no it's, reason to. It's you know, some people just will complain about anything, and this is one of those things. I mean, he's in charge of live events. It's not like they put him in charge of talent relations. Yeah, exactly. That, you know, Triple H is number one. Triple H is in charge of that. So 
you know, he got the live events job. You know, he try and promote, you know, bring people in, bring, you know, get the live event attendance up. That's all. Yeah, it's his job. What? <laughs> If if you think about it, the live events is where everybody really gets over. Yeah, because yeah. I've been to a bunch of live events uh, back in like oh five. Me too. Six, and they tested the waters with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, like that's how you know that's how you you get over. And hopefully, it's something that you know, road dog could excel at. And cause, and like, and that's the thing too. Why would you want him to do bad in a way? You know, like know you, people you want, want him to guys. do bad. I don't know if people want him to do bad. It's just necessarily, they didn't want him to bring bro back. At least with some people, some people I see, you know, they don't have anything bad to say about it, but then some people I see are saying like, why is he like, why are they bringing him back? But who, you know, he, it's a live event position. So it's not like you're in, you know, like I said, it's not like you're calling all the shots. So, yeah, it's, it's house events. So it's really just, you know, it's more, I guess that he's in triple H's inner circle, Yeah, but that's what, that's what you, that's what you would want. You want a guy like that, you know, honestly, maybe he could help out with promos because he wasn't a bad promo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, he was he, a good promo. Yeah, he was a very good promo. He was, you know, New Age Outlaws were an entertaining group. Entertaining my favorite tag team. My favorite yeah, tag team of all time. They're in my top five. They'd be in my top five. Yeah. But, you know, I don't see anything wrong with it. But something I do see, see a good segue here, something that is wrong and ain't right. Would be the whole punk and Adam Page situation. Uh, That's something that ain't right. You know what? It makes sense. It makes it makes perfect sense because punk is gonna punk. Nah. You know, that's it. And listen, if regardless of the fact, if we're being worked and this is like a whole I don't think so. Big thing, which I don't I don't think so either. Because like he just said Punk just had a t shirt released today. So people mm. are like, Oh yeah, he's not he wouldn't threaten to walk out last week if if he's getting a new t shirt. There's just so there's so much to unpack with this. And I just feel like everything is like all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know. You hear the report that Punk almost no-showed, which would have been fucking ironic after Mm -hmm. the bullshit that he said for one of his Comic-Con appearances to where, you know, they buried Naomi and Sasha, but they didn't do it to Brock. Right. So you're going to, you know, touch on you know walking out and how it should be handled when granted he showed up but it shouldn't even be a report that he didn't almost come because it's just it makes you look like a dick it makes you look so it it makes you look like the way a lot of people perceive you for the past eight years yeah punk you know 
I'll say this about Punk. Punk is a great performer. He's good in the ring. He does bring in viewership for AEW. He does bring in good business for AEW. But backstage, he's a problem. And, you know, I, I it, Punk is only happy when he's at top. When he's on top of the card, he's yep. the main attraction. And, you know, it it's floating around on Twitter right now. But that promo that Triple H did on SmackDown... That's what I want ringing, to talk about. It's ringing very true today. And, you know, you listen to it and it's like, wow, you know what? He was, he, he did not tell any lies, Triple H did. And, you know, maybe some of that was true, what he said in the ring. Maybe, you know, I mean, it was a promo, it was a storyline. But, you know, some of it might have been a little true. And now we're finding out it might be, it might be true. I think the best promos have truth in it and, you know, depending on who the guys are, like you could be like, Hey, listen, can I say this? Is this off limits? I doubt that conversation happened at the time when Triple H and Punk were going through that program. So like it definitely felt real. It definitely felt like a jab and, you know, who would know better than anyone else, but, the guy who's backstage, you know, the guy who is part of the backstage people. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that, you know, even though, you know, that whole storyline was more of like an, a punk versus in a, the authority, I 100% agree that what Triple H said is how punk really is to where if it's not about him, he doesn't care. And, and yeah, true. I just, I just thought of it this way. Um, if AEW wasn't a brand new company, Punk probably doesn't come back. Um, because I mean, there was not. TNA, there was Ring of Honor, none of those. Yeah, he wasn't going, but he wasn't going there. No, uh, so you know, like, with I'm... the Fox, he, he had that Fox Sports gig. And I know it, they say, oh, it would, had nothing to do with WWE. He wasn't signed to WWE. But I got the feeling that that was going to sneak him back in. And then AEW came around. And then that's when it all changed. I'm just... I was shocked when he when he came to Fox. Even though, you know, that backstage show wasn't like a WWE show. It was still about wrestling and you're still talking about the company that you walked out on. Right. He walked out on the company. So Mm -hmm. even another thing, another reason why he really shouldn't be throwing stones or, or saying anything about other people walking out. And regardless of the situation, he still walked out on the company. Mm -hmm. Right. So, it's almost like, you know, he comes back eight years later, and I think the anniversary was the other day of his I... one-year anniversary. It was sometime yeah. last week, and yeah, <laughs> he posted on Instagram, you know, pictures of the arena in Chicago. I don't remember the name, but uh, then he started talking about everything. Then he went into that. Nick Castellanos meme to where <laughs> yeah, I it saw goes that. and there's a mm-hmm. so 
it's see the thing is punk is a massive troll he's a troll oh of course you know and the whole thing where he was interviewed like year like a couple of years after he left he's like i am never ever ever coming back and like they dubbed that with the taylor swift song never ever getting back together so like it's just for me punk just wants all the attention on him and whether it's bad or good because then he could spin it any way he wants i'll give him this he is the biggest star in that company but you know, is that saying don't have much? An ego though? about it. Don't don't have an ego about it, and that's his problem. You know, with whole Adam Page stuff. You know, he's going to into business for himself, and that's a no no in wrestling. I'll give Punk this. Adam Page did do it first. If you go look back at the promo that he did during their little rivalry, he kind of went a little off off the scripts. So Punk, you know, maybe sending him a receipt, but what did still... he say? What did he say? Who Page? Yeah. Um, it's it was the promo about I'm saving AEW from you. Remember that promo? Okay, yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. It, it was, and there were, there was more said in that. I forgot all the all the lines that were said, but that was the main thing. I was, you know, I'm trying to save AEW from you because nobody wants you here, or something like that. And there was more said, but you know, so Punk may be sending him a receipt, but at the same time, you just buried Adam Page ten feet under. Like, you know what? Can Adam Page ever be a main eventer ever again after that? I, listen, after his last world title run, I don't think he could have been a main eventer again. No, I agree. But with that. after what, what punk? You know what's funny? I hate that I'm skipping all over, but it's just there's so much to talk about with punk. Um, I wasn't watching Dynamite on Wednesday. I was doing something else. I forgot. Maybe I don't know. But I saw on Twitter that Punk opened the show, and right. that he had a sick line. Against <laughs> against Moxley. Mox to go him and Moxley going back and forth was great. That was the best part of the show. It was, and that's the only reason why I watched because I wanted to hear what Punk was saying. How he goes, Mox is it is the third best member of his group, and that seems and to be a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. I didn't even realize the burial of Adam. Page. I didn't even like realize that he called him out. I didn't realize that wasn't supposed to happen. Like I just wasn't focused yeah. on that because I was looking for what I knew what was happening. And like it's just it's classic CM Punk. It is. Yeah. I, you know I, what? I'm not surprised by any of it. I'm not surprised by any of this news. This is punk. And you know, no one really should be surprised. I wasn't. There's a way to get a receipt back. You know, like I was mm-hmm. I was watching like the untold story between like Randy Orton and Undertaker. Their feud and right. there was one match where Randy bashed Taker a little too hard and like the lip of the chair cracked Taker open. 
And Orton, like, after the match, Orton's like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's like, it's all right, boy. He goes, you'll be getting yours. Yeah, that four was the, months that's later, the old way of doing it. But, but he did it four months later <laughs> the same way. You know, right. like, they had a match. It wasn't like Taker was talking about Brock and then called out Randy and Randy didn't come out because he's like, hey, I'm not supposed to, and buried him that way. Punk could have got his receipt back a different way. He could have did it within the match. He could have continued the promo, you know, while they were going through their feud. I guess it's because it was words. You know, Adam Page did a promo where he kind of went off script. and But they were in... They were in. They were in a program together. You know. Oh yeah, no, I get that. Um, so like, and, I wouldn't have if I was Punk. I wouldn't have done it. I would have done it in a different way, or exactly. I would have, you know, maybe said he's a, he's the, supposed to be the locker room leader. Why don't you go back in the locker room and talk to him that way, or you know, say hey, that wasn't cool. I'll the receipts coming, but you know, look out for it. It it it, it wasn't a good thing to do because you just buried Adam Page and he was already buried with that terrible title run. I think that like what Mox said in his promo that Punk is only back because he ran out of money. Like partially that's partially true. What was he doing? He was you know he had a failed UFC career you know, he made comic books and Marvel, and it, that didn't really work. He was and in a couple of TV shows. Movies, and a couple of TV shows that maybe nobody watched. So, what else did he have left? You know what I mean? He kind of had to go back. And I think it shows that it's just about the money for what I was saying in a previous show. It's about show. the money for a lot of guys. Well, well yeah. Obviously, I mean, but with his promos and how unhappy that he always said that he was in WWE, right? it made it seem like it wasn't about the money and that that company took his passion away. And now that he's in AEW again and that his passion's re- reignited and like he's ready to help the young guys, he hasn't helped one young guy yet. And if you really want to help the company, you should have been with that title while you were hurt making your appearances. You should should have been out with it. You're going to cut a promo in the ring saying that how, um, you know, you don't like the word interim. No one likes the word interim. So you should be out there with your championship saying that you're the real champion. I get it's, you know, whatever, but like, it's just, if you're going to commit to something, commit to it. If you're there just for the money, then you know what? You don't really need to be the main focus of the show. You don't need to be the world champion. There's talks about him walking out or that he wasn't going to show. And now there's talks that he might quit. Listen, I... The promo that they had, Mox and Punk... On Wednesday and, you know, the little brawl for me wasn't enough to move what JR, Taz and everyone else is calling the biggest match 
in the AEW history Ridiculous. from your biggest pay-per-view to Dynamite this Wednesday, free TV. Why are they doing Goldberg Hogan in, in the Georgia Dome on TV for free? It doesn't make sense. Oh, well, number one, I wouldn't even compare it to that because, you know, <laughs> Hogan and Goldberg were actually megastars. No, um, right, but you wouldn't say though that was probably one of WCW's hot biggest matches. Is, Tony Khan is hot shotting, is what he's doing, and he's nervous. You know, huh. I think he it, it didn't make any sense. I was doing coverage for it. Obviously, I do coverage for Dynamite every week, and it was just casual. It almost felt like it was just casually mentioned at the end of the show, like before Omega mm-hmm. came back. They were kind of like. Oh, and we're gonna breaking news. We're gonna have the Punk and Mox match next week for the titles. And okay, now it's the time for the main event. I was like, what? Like, what? wait a minute, what? I was so confused. I don't get it. It's hot shotting. That's what it is. And people are saying, well, maybe MJF will come back and he'll get inserted into the match at All Out. I don't know if you're doing all that for that. That doesn't make it, sense. It doesn't make sense because. I get you didn't know how long Punk would be out for, which is why you did the whole interim thing. But, you know, the fact that Punk wanted to give the belt up, now that, you know, talking about it out loud, the fact that Punk wanted to give the belt up makes sense why he didn't carry it around with him while he was hurt. Right. And then it just... It, it's it's hot shot and, and it just doesn't make any sense. Even if the match ends in a no, you know, even the match ends in a DQ because MJF comes out. Why? Why are you doing this on on Dynamite? None, none, I, none of it makes sense to me. None of it makes sense. And I feel they like they want to get over reason, a million. They want to get over a million viewers, and this is the way you can I, do it. Because even with Omega and Punk being on last week, they did not get over an average. Of a million viewers. I also and think Omega coming back. Excuse me, Omega coming back is a knee-jerk reaction. Could be, could be. He didn't look hundred percent. I don't know if he's working us or not, but he didn't look a hundred percent. I'm happy he's back. You know, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm the biggest Omega fan in the world. I'm not, but you know, he's good for their business. He's good for their company. He's good for what they do. So I'm happy he's back. I just think they booked it horribly. You bring Omega back after a year and put him in this trios thing with the Bucks, and nobody really, you know, no one really, not a lot of people want these trios titles. There's not enough TV time for all these titles. There's not enough TV time for anybody in that locker room right now. You know how many people are back there just sitting and catering? It's terrible. But you want to know what we do have time for? What do we have time for? I have to find. Um, I think this might be the the, the commercial one. Um, commercial break. Commercial break. Let's see. Let's see if I can play the right video. Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan McCarthy, and I'm the host of No Credentials Required. Now, I know there are a lot of podcasts out there that make you want to do this. Or- That's what I want to do right now. 
<laughs> Thank you, Ryan. And now I know what NCR is, NCR Belly Up uh, TV commercial. That's no credentials required. Little little cheap plug for Ryan. I don't have the commercial here. So for our viewers, hold on one second. We'll be right back. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And we're back. Yeah, All just right. like that. Just like that. Um, so, yeah, there's just so much happening. And I, I feel like AW has the necessary players to be taken seriously. But, you know, Kenny Omega, who, at what, he was at one point, the Impact Champion, the AEW Champion, mm-hmm, uh, Triple A, Triple A. Like this guy was decked in gold. Yep. And then you you have him come back in a scuba outfit. In a, I didn't in understand a tri- what he was wearing. He was wearing like the compression shirt, and then he had a he had a brace on his shoulder, but then he took it off. He came back too early. I maybe he did. I, I he didn't look a hundred percent in there. Like I said, I don't know. You know, with Omega, you don't know if he's working or not, so you can never tell. But I think he got rushed back a little. I and then with the booking, with uh, title match being moved to Dynamite next week, maybe Tony's Tony might be cracking up a little bit. It's just it's unfortunate. I think he's overwhelmed. He's over he's becoming overwhelmed. He has too much talent now. He doesn't know what to do with yeah. all of them. He sees WWE and Triple H gaining all the momentum. And now he has problems with you know the top stars in AEW. He has problems with Punk and Page. He's got a lot to worry about. He has the TV deals that are coming up that he has to renegotiate in a few months. And, I, you know, I p- people are trying to say, oh, they're going to cancel them. They're not canceling AEW. Number one, why would you want that? Why would you want them to cancel AEW? It's, that wouldn't be a good thing for wrestling. So I didn't even hear that. People- yeah, pe- no, well, people on Twitter, you know, the Twitter trolls that just want, you know, everything. Oh, I hope AEW gets canceled. Oh, come on, guys. Like, really? It, it AEW being around is good for wrestling, even though they have 
you know, not great booking, but you know, they'll be, they'll get these TV deals done, but with the decreasing viewership that, you know, might be a little harder for Tony, but he'll get it done. I agree that AEW is good for wrestling. AEW is better for WWE and WWE is better for AEW. And listen, I don't, I don't know everyone in AEW. You know, I don't follow a lot of the indies or the smaller promotions. So like a lot of these guys that came in, I don't really know. And problem for a lot of people. But what gets me to watch are guys I do know, whether I like them or not, like the Bucks, Punk, Mox, um, Adam Cole. But, like, I just want to see them used the right way. That's just, everybody wants. It, it, it's frustrating because you have you had everyone in WWE like, oh, Adam Cole is going to be Keith Lee's manager? Okay, he may be hurt, but he's pretty much the manager for Red Dragon right now. He was the manager for the Bucks. They're not even on television. They, they, they turned on the Bucks, and then they disappeared. Yeah. Where, where, where is Cole? Where's I know they're all hurt. See. But, like, you can't just have them show up on television or do a video package in the back or a promo or something. That's why I don't understand. It's just... Like, there's people just sitting back there doing nothing. If I had the pencil, this is how I would have booked the breakup of the Undisputed Elite. Obviously, they're all hurt, minus Bobby Fish and the the Young Bucks. So you have this unnecessary trios tournament. You have the Bucks trying to figure out, hey, who should their partner be? You know, you see them ask... um, they ask Kyle. Kyle can't because he's hurt. You see Cole training. They ask Cole. He's like, I don't know, guys. I'm really, I might not be ready. So they don't even bother asking Fish. So already, it's kind of like what already happened where they asked Bobby Fish to be part of the team. And then, you know, they go ask Paige, nothing. They're starting to get nervous. They're like, oh, wow, you know, the match is tonight and we still don't have anybody. I I guess we have to go at it alone. And then that's when you bring in Omega. Like for me, having the Undisputed Era turn on them and then do absolutely nothing with it seems to be a trend for AEW, but it also, it didn't make any sense though. No. It, it, they built this up for a year the entire time Omega was out and that is the end result. Yeah, that's what, like, you, that's what you came up with. You had a year to think about how to do all this, and that's what you came up with. A, you, a turn, a, a turn on the box that no one will f- remember. It was, it yeah. was just no one. I, I forgot about it the week after it happened, and now Omega is just thrown into this trios. Ah, oh, it's just I, I would have booked it so much differently. I have Omega be on top. I wouldn't even have Omega fooling around with the Bucks anymore. Have Omega just back in the main event scene, or at least a good storyline or something like that. It just you just threw him in a dead trios match. 
Yeah, Nobody cared about that trio. There's a reason why that was the lowest viewed segment of the show. If you saw the quarterly hour breakdowns of viewership, Punk had the highest. You know, the Punk and Mox thing, that was the highest yeah. one. And the Kenny Omega return did like 800,000 viewers. Meanwhile, the Punk return, or the Punk promo did like 1.1 million. And that, there, there lies the problem. It, you know, I don't know if people aren't that into Kenny Omega. Maybe not. I don't know. You know, maybe he's not a, he's not a, I'll say it now. He's not a draw like Punk is. But to, right. you know, he, he was gone for a year and he only did 800 something thousand on his it, segment. Uh, I get it was like hinted, like it was obvious it was going to be him. Yeah. But you Everybody still knew. don't, you don't want to, even if you know, it's like, oh, he's coming back to team with the Bucks for the trios titles. They're like, mm, what's why? Why would I watch that? I don't care he about le- the trios yeah. titles. He left as a, on top of the world, and then he comes back and he's with the Bucks and with this trios title stuff. And I could see this trios title stuff just being a way that the elite can have some belts. That's what all I see. Oh, we look, we can, you know, we can have more belts around our ways or the EVPs. I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I love, I don't hate Omega and the Bucks. I, you know, I, what they do, I, I understand why some people like them. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of theirs, but I get what they do. You know, their style of wrestling might not be my favorite, but, you know, I'll still watch. I'm not going to turn the channel because they're on. No, but yeah. Not, I, they, I, I wouldn't put them in, you know, people I'm looking forward to seeing. I, you know what, Omega, I'll say I look forward to seeing him sometimes if he's booked the right way. So, yeah, you know, he's they're good for the, they're good for AEW. Matt. Uh oh. I think we lost Matt. Alrighty then. Well, like I was saying, um Uh oh, Matt lost power. That ain't good. Ah, he said he'll be right back. Okay. Um Well, I'll continue what I was saying. Um the you know, and we'll bring this back to CM Punk for a little while. Um, if anybody notices, Punk has he hasn't been doing much with the Young Bucks, and he hasn't been doing much with Omega since he has been there. So, you know, that kind of brings the backstage problems to light again because. You know, why are they not doing anything together? You know, they haven't even been in a segment together, I don't think, unless anybody else knows. Um, So uh, we'll see. We'll see what, um, if they um, do some business together. I know some people like to see them do some business together. So we shall see what happens with that. Um, While Matt's gone. We can do a little uh, Clash of the Castle preview. 
Let me just pull up the card here. Um, obviously, the main event will be uh, Roman and Drew McIntyre, which should be great. Um, oh, we got Ladarius. Ladarius, just I, I would put your comment on the screen, Ladarius, but Matt is in charge of that, and I can't do that. But uh, Ladarius says, I think you're right, Tal. I cannot recall them in a segment together. Yeah, I I don't remember a Punk and the Elite or anybody, you know, in that circle other than Adam Page being in television together. And that's kind of, it's kind of curious, you know, why, why haven't they been in a segment together? Why haven't they, you know done anything and that 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 throws some questions out there dar do they get along and maybe they don't uh, i maybe they don't maybe uh, here i think the elite you know they they started this they started aw so i guess they figure they should be at the top and punk being at the top maybe ruffles some feathers so that could be the case but you know, they, but see, that's something that Tony Khan, Tony Khan needs to step in and change. You know, you have to bring in your top guys and say, "Hey, you know, what what's going on here? You know, let's smooth things out." And Tony Khan's got to act like a boss, you know. And this is this is the time where you really need to act like a boss instead of a fan and you know so far he hasn't done that and now things are (laughs) things are starting to come to surface and it's a problem it's 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 a problem okay um so clash at the castle and matt's back and I'm back. <laughs> oh, I, I just I, want to say a really big <laughs> fuck you to Verizon because holy shit, does your bullshit router take fucking way too long to reboot? <laughs> Literally, the power flickered on and off. Like, first of all, it's not even raining that hard in in New York, so I don't even know why that even happened. I'm Second of all, here. It's. I, I, woo, I thought like the Undertaker was coming in, and then all of a sudden, holy shit! I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm sorry, I, but I'm I back. Made my, <laughs> I made my solo podcasting debut debut today, and I I I, I did pretty good. Is it? But and oh, shout out to Ladarius. Ladarius commented at the right time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Ladarius knew. Ladarius must must have knew. known I needed something to talk about. Oh my! But um, I talked about how Punk and the Elite have really haven't done anything on television yet together, and is that a sign that those two camps aren't getting along? Oh wow! I didn't even think of that. Yeah, they have not done a. As far as I know, unless somebody else says something different, I haven't seen them on television together. Wow. And is that something you really want to like wait for? It's like, it's... Uh, oh, I was saying, I said Tony Khan needs to, if there's problems there, needs to step, you know, act like a boss instead of a fan. 
Ah, uh, exactly. I think I think that that's his main problem is that that's what he's doing, and you you got to be the boss. You got to step in. You know, you you sign their checks. Stop. You know, giving them right. hugs and 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 take this shit seriously. <laughs> Tony the hugger con. Yeah, I mean, hold on a second. Let, let, let me see if I could, if I get this playing. Because it's, I'm going to probably do my best to tweet this out at least once a week. That was the MJF thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. Do I have no volume on here? It's just all around bullshit technical difficulties today. Whatever. Anyway, I think that your right Sal, you know, TK needs to step his shit up and just you're either going to do things my way or you're going to play for the Jags. So it's like (laughs) you're going to do something. You know what Tony Khan reminds me reminds me of? He reminds me of that gif, that gif of the little kid on the swing. And there's just like that big fire in the background and the kids just keep swinging with the fire burning in the background. Yep. That's what Tony Khan reminds me of. He reminds me of the kid on the swing just having fun and not caring about anything else that's going on. He doesn't care that there's backstage problems, you know, like at some point you have to. I'm sure he cares, but okay, but then do something about it. Agreed. Something something needs to be done, and I don't see any positive outcomes coming from moving the title match from All Out to Wednesday night, and I believe that was done to appease Punk. I just think it was hot-shotting. I just think, you know... Part of me thinks that, because you know what? Because you have all this news coming out, he buried Paige, went into business for himself. He almost walked out. He's threatening to quit, and then randomly, randomly, ten minutes before the show ends, when you have Omega coming back to a crickets, you announce that the world title match is this Wednesday. Made no sense. I, I um... just, yeah, it's. I mean, even if they bring MJF back, to which there are rumors of MJF. Um, wow, you hear that? Yeah. Hear that, Thunder? Yeah. If I, I might be next. <laughs> um, might have to tag Ladarius in on this thing pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, bring in Ladarius. <laughs> um, where was I going with this? Oh, MJF. Yeah. MJF, uh, even if he comes back next week and costs someone the match or – why would he want to be inserted into the AEW title picture after that promo that he he did saying he didn't want to be in the company anymore? He wants Tony to fire him. Why would you want to compete for their world title? I don't think MJF is coming back. My opinion. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's eventually maybe, but not now. What sense would it make to where like? Storyline wise, like you're saying, like what would it be? What would it be storyline wise that I, it just doesn't? I don't. I don't see it. I don't. MJF will be in the WWE before 
or after his contract ends. And I, yeah, I would be shocked if I if he made another appearance in AEW. It just it just doesn't make sense. Everyone forgot it, dude. No one watched Omega's return. You think people remember MJF's promo? Other than time. other than the fucking Mark comment that's been making its way around Twitter, no one. What else? Did, what else did he? Wow, that is that's loud. That is some WCW thunder right there. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. Wait, let me see. Ladarius. Ladarius says that Tony Khan has to separate himself as a fan and be the boss, pure and simple. The reality is everything MJF said about Khan was right. Ladarius, Ladarius no, again. you you are right, Ladarius, because that is 100% correct. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I agree with that, too. It, it Everything MJF said was true. Everything in that promo. It was. Am I getting it now? Let's see. I'm not hearing it. Oh, I know why. You know why? Because communication is key to a healthy relationship. Um, (laughs) Very true. Disconnect. Now, there we go. You know what the problem was? What the problem was the headphones I wore last week, voice. I got them for the wife ah. for, for a uh, anniversary gift, and the noise canceling. So mm. she's probably been hearing MJF scream. You fucking probably. mark. Yeah. I'm like, why isn't this working? And she hasn't said anything to me. So she's probably like, she's probably saying, "Who's Mark?" Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> There we go. I'm with MJF. I do. Honestly, so do I. I miss MJF too. And hopefully he makes his return soon or rather than later. And I'm not sure if it's me that's messed up or, or Sal, but Sal's not moving. Want to say I'm still connected? So it looks like it looks like WCW Thunder hit Sal too, and now it looks like I'm running this show a little solo. Um, it's unfortunate that yeah, Sal just lost power too. This is crazy. Um, all right, AEW Dynamite this Wednesday, their biggest title match in company history. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think the match happens? Do you think there's a, a definitive winner? Are we going to have a no? Uh, are we going to have a no contest? And then they have the match, and then they have the match uh, at all out. A lot's going to happen. Um, you let me know how you think it's going to take place. And yeah. The Eladarius WCW has gotten set. Sal got got that thunder got him. Um, okay, I'm gonna take a quick, real quick commercial break, and I will be right back. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And I'm back. All right. Um, thank you all for staying. Thank you all for joining. I have an update from Sal. His router's restarted. Okay, so he'll be back soon. And do me a favor and join our boy Sal uh, on Twitter tonight. Let me look for his banner so I can drop that down for him. Sal's going to be live tweeting Monday Night Raw at Wrestling Inc. on Twitter tonight. Um, they also break some interesting news uh, of the happenings in AEW and WWE. So make sure you give Sal some love tonight and follow him along while you watch Monday Night Raw. And speak of the devil. My goodness. <laughs> it's crazy. I was just letting everybody know to um, take care of you and give you uh, give you some love tonight while you watch Raw. I hope I have a television to watch. <laughs> Shit, I know it's crazy. <laughs> I might have to call out tonight if I don't get. I, I my TVs are good. I think so. We shall see. I, I think the weather's supposed to subside. Around yeah, there's still some time. It's only five fifty-five. That is crazy. I love I love doing this, doing the show a little earlier. Yeah, you know I get to eat dinner at a normal time. The wife is upset. You know, perfect. And hopefully, hopefully I lose power again. But you know what? You should do if you lose power. Well, you got to make sure you do this before you lose power. But you should have this in case you do. And what is that you ask? That is Canada Dips. That's right. The OG CBD dip pouch. Make sure you go to CanadaDipsCBD.com. Use promo code RASSELIN20 and you could save on your first order, your second order, your third order, and keep on going. Make sure you do that. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Unlike... Some people were disappointed with the hiring of Road Dog, like we talked about earlier. <laughs> and it's funny because I've been watching old Attitude Era stuff. Uh, I started early in the year because Nick was going through it. He was watching it and like he would talk to me about it. Then I'm like, damn. I'm like, A, come on the fucking show. A, right. that's number one. I'm like, B, I'm like, let's do, like, a review or, like, we'll go back and we'll do some live watches of, you know, some Attitude Era stuff. He goes, oh, I'm busy. I'm like, yeah, I know. So I started watching it. Yeah, have him, no, have him watch a Ric Flair match. <laughs> oh, that's his favorite. That's his favorite. We should definitely have him watch a Ric Flair match. And I have yeah. his, And I have his banner here, too. Nick thinks <laughs> Rick plays the goat. Uh, 
But uh, you know, if you really want to torture him, just have him watch the last his last match that he just had. That's terrible. That that'll that might torture some other people too. It might torture me. <laughs> that's that's bad. I think Flair knocked himself out twice and like didn't yeah, he said he was out cold a few times. That's crazy. I, I, I'm glad I didn't watch that because I would have wished I was knocked out cold too. <laughs> but yeah, I was watching the older stuff and I I love I love Jeff Jarrett in the early nineties. He was Oh yeah. He just lost the the hair versus hair match with X Pac, which yep. all he did was, you know, he cut it. But him and Southern Justice, I thought was great. Southern Justice was extremely, extremely underrated. They were good for what they were. And Jarrett with a stable worked back then. Yeah, it I liked him with Owen. Oh, that was I that's that's where I enjoyed Jeff more. I with yeah. him and Owen. It was mm, just like the perfect like yeah, it was just the perfect team, it, you yeah. know. And then you had Deborah walking out there, and of course, everybody goes crazy for her. Absolutely. Um, that's when I liked him the most. Oh, was Darius again? This is going back to the AEW. Uh, yeah, Sal. When I was running solo, I asked everybody what they think the outcome of Wednesday's talent match would be. Right. Now, would there be some shenanigans, clean finish, no contest? And, you know, if you're going to hype this matchup to be the biggest in the whole company, I think you shouldn't have any shenanigans going on. You know, you would think it has to be a clean finish, in my opinion. I could but, also see them doing like a tie. Like they run out of they like they like they run out of time. That would be such a waste because they've done that so many. But see, here's the thing though, they did that with Omega and Brian. That worked yeah. because you know Omega's a champion. Brian just just came in. You can't really afford either of them to lose, so that's no. where that works. You. And this interim bullshit, you did this to yourself. Yeah, you did this to I, yourself. I didn't like it. I don't like this interim stuff to start off with. Even they did it with the TNT title when Cody was out sick for two weeks. Yeah. And then Sammy and then Sammy kept on wearing both belts, walking around both belts. It that makes was no cool, sense. But it, it didn't just, make any sense though. It made no sense. Cody was Cody was out for two weeks. You couldn't just take the keep the belt off for two weeks. You had to yeah. have an interim champion right away. The title's been off. Been? Yeah, yeah, right. What about Wardlow? Exactly. Wardlow never, never um, defends the title. And even at All Out, All Out, he's going to be in a six man tag. He's not even going to be defending the TNT title. What a just what a bad job that whole Wardlow thing with Tony. Tony has done him such a such a disservice. It's upsetting because you have maybe these guys are right. Maybe Bischoff is right. Maybe Cornette. Maybe all these guys are right to some point. And, you know, these AEW, and I say these AEW because I honestly feel 
that these type of fans aren't real wrestling fans because it's the just, tribal, the tribalistic ones aren't. Yeah, it's like it's just the tunnel vision is like straight on. You don't see any. It's almost like Stockholm syndrome to where it's like you're in an abusive relationship and like you don't see it. You know, it's like they're not doing right by their fans. Athena, um, a.k.a. Ember Moon. Oh, that's horrible. Has been signed, I saw this on Twitter, for 80 days. One match. One match. Here's the thing. What's the point? He's doing everything that that Vince McMahon was doing. Everybody's like, oh, he's He's doing it worse. worse. He really is doing it worse. It's... I look, he, Tony Khan thinks people are going to go watch AEW Dark and Elevation on um, YouTube. Nobody's going to watch those shows. Nobody. I don't, I couldn't even, I don't think I've ever watched it. I don't think I've ever watched Dark or YouTube shows. I've never watched them. Nobody has enough time in the day to watch all of that wrestling. Sorry, they don't. It, listen, I, I agree. They don't. And who the hell? And who would want to watch it? Who wants to watch wrestling on their phone or like on the computer Nobody. when it comes to YouTube? I want to watch it on my TV. Right. So I could do bullshit on my phone. I doubt people, not everyone, excuse me, pays for, you know, YouTube premium to where they could close out the app and still listen to what they're watching or, you know, do other. It just. Oh, you can't do that? I can do that now. I don't have YouTube Premium. Really? You could? Yeah, I could go like on Twitter. Oh, watch. shit. I'm going to have to was... check that out then. You know, it's been a... But see, here's the thing. That's how long it's been since I've since I've done that. Because I don't really right. watch... You know, like I don't really watch YouTube like that or on my right. phone anyway. Because, you know, there's... Must be so... a new update. Probably. Either that or... I'm gonna get buried. Everybody goes, "Oh, I want you to know how to use, don't know how to use YouTube." (laughs) (laughs) But enough, enough of AEW and their bullshit. I, I think everything will be clearer come Wednesday. I think the outcome of the match. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm gonna have to watch it because the way this match plays out to me. I feel like determines the direction of the company in a way. Agreed. So we will see. But speaking of directions, I feel like WWE is doing nothing but moving on up since moving on up. Triple H took over. Yeah. He's done uh, a great job. They are in Toronto tonight, Canada. Canon has the best crowds. Montreal um, for SmackDown was fantastic. Canada does have always, always the best crowds. And speaking of Canadians and speaking of the best, you know who's coming back tonight? That's right. Stratus me, baby. Tris Stratus. Oh. Oh. It's always nice to see Trish. Stratus faction. Bring Lita back while you're at it. Dude, I saw some news that I think there's going to be a change to the tag team brackets again. 
because I know Raw is in Canada tonight, and I don't think someone's vaccinated to where they could be in Canada from... I think that happened on... That was SmackDown. I heard that there was another change, too. Oh, I didn't hear that. I heard... Uh, the only one I heard of was the bringing in Toxic Attraction. Who should have been Zoe in the tournament? Nikita. They should have been in the tournament to begin with. Agreed. Top, I don't know why. I'm not sure why they weren't in it and Nikita and Zoe were. It makes yeah, so much sense. It's, it didn't make sense. Um, but, like, I think, I think I would uh, see it's hard because. All they're not real teams. They're not real teams in this tag team tournament thing. So it's like, you know, toxic attraction. Yeah, but at the same time, you, it's not like they had teams to start with. So they have to, they have to, right, kind of just make some teams up because they didn't have a lot to begin with because events and the way they he booked it. So you and... kind of have to start from scratch. Honestly, yeah, you pretty much do. I still think Sasha and Naomi confront the winners and they hold up their tag titles and the winners hold up theirs because out of the blue, listen, I get Triple H is back and he, you know, wants to fix things, but I think it's just a little too much of a coincidence to where they bring back the tournament. And now there's rumors that they might be returning. So I mean, that could were, be interesting. Yeah. Those reports came out, what, a few weeks ago now that they were coming back. So I don't think it's a matter of if they're coming back. I think it's a matter of when. Yeah. And I think we all have an idea of when, but we're not sure. See, I, I want more from Trish because Trish even – said that she wants to, you know, do a couple of things. So, like, maybe, you know, you have, I guess, Damage Control or Control is the name of Bailey's group. I think it lines up that you have Bailey and Dakota Kai win tonight against Alexa and Asuka. And I wouldn't mind seeing them versus Toxic Attraction. Because That'd probably be the final. You could do two heels like that. You could definitely do those two heel groups. You have to have a heel win if you're going to bring Sasha and Naomi out. Are they the faces, though? Sasha and Naomi? Oh, when, when they come back, they'll be the faces, yeah. I mean, They're they'll get a reaction, I but should be they huge. be faces, though? See, I maybe think somewhere in the middle. Maybe yeah. somewhere in the middle. The fans are going to cheer for them no matter what. Yeah, but they'll probably act like heels. It'll sort of be like a CM Punk thing, almost. You know, like Punk wasn't a you know a full fledged babyface like a Hogan was or yeah. Cena was, but he still was a babyface. It might be like that. I think with how good Sasha is on the mic, they could do a thing to where. They come out, the crowd's cheering, and then it's like, you know, they're like all clapping, all happy. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Sasha be like, oh, 
now you want to cheer. They're like, right. if you were doing this before, we wouldn't have had to have made a statement that we did and walk out of the company with our tag titles. Right. If you fans stop chanting what and puppies or whatever during women's matches, we wouldn't have had to make the statement that we did. Then they could do some shit like, we didn't do this for you people. We did this for us. They could go in a lot of different directions. And I, I, I'm Sasha not sure which one they go down. I, I'm not sure which one they go down. I think I think no matter what they do, they're going to get cheered. Totally. Just just because how can you boo them after that? Oh, Ladarius. Yeah. What does Ladarius say here? I can see either EO and Dakota are toxic attraction winning the tournament with Sasha. Yep, that's how that's how I feel too, Ladarius. Um, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I see that being a possibility. Because, I, I mean, at what, at, if you don't bring them back then, then when are you bringing them back? I agree. Agreed. Um It would be cool if you get, like, a legend team to come back. I I don't mean the Bellas. I don't want the Bellas. I want Trish and Lita, and maybe Trish being there tonight in Canada. I feel like there was some sort of uh, Twitter altercation between Bailey and Trish. And... I I think they did something at a live event too in Canada. Yeah, capitalize on it, set something up, you know. And it doesn't have to be right now, but if these tag titles are going to be your future, if you're going to start respecting them more, then I feel like you definitely need credible teams. And while Trish and Lita were never like an official team. It's they go fucking hand Trish Stratus and Lita. Absolutely. They, yeah, they were synonymous with each other. It just... It almost felt like back in the day, Trish and Lita were like Austin and Rock of yes. the women's division. It felt like that. It felt like they were the Austin and Rock of the women's division back in the day. And, you know, I, those two, that you put them right in the Mount Rushmore of WWE women's wrestling. I would put them that those two go right on it. Who, who? All right, who, who, who else would you? I never actually thought of this question. Like when it comes, yeah, I, well, it would. I, you'd have to put Trish and Lita. Okay, who else? Charlotte, and then Becky. See, it's that would be mine. That would be mine. I almost don't want to have Charlotte in mine for the same reason why Flair's not in mine. All right. 21 times you were champion. I think that's the real number, but WWE only acknowledges 16. Um, I believe so, yeah. Charlotte's better in the ring than I think her father is. I think Charlotte's the more better athletic. athlete. Yeah. Yeah, she's more athletic. But the th- I can't you know what? I would take out Charlotte and put China. Because if China China was not only 
you know, the first woman in the Royal Rumble. She was the first woman to be IC champion, only woman to be IC champion. She is the only woman to be number one contender for the WWF championship. And if anyone, and listen, and we all know in China's later part of her career, she got mounted a lot. So putting her on Mount Rushmore just makes the perfect sense. God, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Um, no, I like China. I like China. I don't know. You know, in today's day and age with taking women's wrestling more seriously, it's hard to put her there. Yeah. Because she wasn't great in the ring. She's very popular. She's, you know, she's an iconic character. But I don't know if, when it comes to women's wrestling, I don't know if I'd put her there. I don't know. Like, she's not, she wasn't a better wrestler than anybody on no. the four people that we just mentioned, or I just mentioned. Yeah. I wouldn't put, but popularity-wise, I understand. I, I think that that's, and that's why this top four, top five, top it's ten. It's annoying. It's so it, hard. It's so hard because Sasha should be on that list. Yeah. You know, I, you know, maybe Mae Young or somebody like that. You probably put her there. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sherry Martell. Yeah. Put her there. Elizabeth, the, the oh, first well, lady of wrestling. A, she was more of a ballet. So, but, yeah. but that's the thing, though. Like, a lot of women were like managers and stuff. So then it's like, who do you like? Who, what would qualify for like the top women in wrestling? Because good... Sable, too. I mean, Sable, oh. Sunny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, see, there's so many. they fall, for me, they fall into the China category where they were very popular, but horrible workers. So even though China was a multi-time champion, would you say she is more known for her presence and her presence being a manager than a wrestler? Her presence, yeah, her presence and being a manager, being a member of DX. Yeah, that's what I remember her for. Her wrestling, not at all. I could, uh, you know, you that. go if you go and look back at the match she had with Ivory at what was it WrestleMania seventeen? It was horrible. Yeah, it, she just lifted her up and then just tossed her to the ground and bent her, and that was it. It was yeah. over. It, it, so that's why I I put China and Sable and uh, who was it, Sunny. I put them in a different category of just. Lunch Blaze, that's a yeah. good one. That's a good one. Yep. She should be in the conversation. That's a good one, um, Darius. That is a good one. Um, she, I, I hate when people call her Lunch Blaze. I, everybody calls her Medusa. You know, WWE named her a Lunch Blaze, but she was always remembered as Medusa. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's a good one, Ladarius. Mm-hmm. Um, a buddy my, of mine, um, real quick to, just talk about Road Dog real quick. Um, he just shared an article that the Road Dog is returning to the WWE. Right. <laughs> and he goes, DX in one month did what the NWO wanted to do for years. 
run the show. <laughs> they tried, Mad you funny. know, Hogan and Bischoff with TNA, and that was a failure. Oh God, that was awful. um, that was horrible. But yeah, DX is in charge, back in charge. DX are in charge, and in two weeks, we have Triple H's second pay-per-view. That's right. And that's Clash at the Castle. Mm -hmm. Four matches so far are announced. It's Bailey, EO, and Dakota versus, which is weird, and I think it might change because it just doesn't, it doesn't really... I don't really get it, but it's those three versus Asuka, Alexa, and uh, Bianca. And Bianca. I'm thinking, I think maybe Liv winning Money in the Bank and Becky being hurt really screwed things up. I I'm feel sure like it was did. supposed to be Becky, Asuka, and Bianca, and not Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss just feels a little out of place in a way like one week she's out with Lily one week she's not so you know what would be cool if Alexa Bliss just went missing like storyline wise (laughs) no 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 no. (laughs) that was that was bad storyline wise and that'll be a great way to like bring the fiend back if you're gonna do that I know you don't want the fiend but for me if you're gonna bring Bray back it's got to be that. That's like bringing a cross back without Scarlet. It just it wouldn't it just wouldn't make sense. You can't bring Bray back without without the Fiend. Yeah, For me, I hate anyway. it. Anyway, I'm fine with the Fiend coming back if it's booked the right way. But I keep Alexa Bliss far away as far as possible. I just keep her away from it. I don't I think just, they're going to because of that. She still do. has Lily. I don't think Lily's a top well, they, merch seller. She was. It it is apparently that's really? why she walks around with it. Why? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why they that's why they still have her walking around with it. That has nothing to do with her gimmick anymore. But that doll sells, so that's they just crazy. have her walk out with it. Yeah, that is crazy. I would not have thought that. Me either, but I guess some people like that doll. <laughs> I don't right. know who, but well. There's a bunch of weird 40-year-old men buying this fucking doll in hopes Dude, that Alexa kids. Bliss will sign it. I would not buy that doll for my child. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, me I, I wouldn't. Kind of um, creepy looking. Actually, I like this, Ladarius. That would have been cool if Lily became real, but I feel like that's what... Toy Story. <laughs> That's what Alexa's character was, like that doll in a way. Right. But it's a lot. A lot could still come from that. There's still um, a couple of weeks until the pay-per-view, two weeks. I mean, that's six six, um, women tag match. It'll be good, you know. I think so. That's a Triple H booked match. That's that's him that has his fingerprints all over it. and you know it's going to get the time that it needs. It's not going to be... Yeah, it's going to get the time it needs. They have Bianca Belair in there, you know, Raw Women's Champion. So it, it should be good. It, it should be a good match. Um, I know uh, the one I'm looking forward to, and especially after SmackDown, was Gunther and Sheamus for the IC title. That is going to be... That's going to be two bulls going at it. That's going to be great. 
I'm torn. It's like does Sheamus become the Grand Slam champion and adds the one title no. that he's never had to his list? He or... can't beat Gunther. And he shouldn't, I don't think. No, he shouldn't beat Gunther. You should have Gunther go on a Roman Reigns type of streak where he doesn't lose for like two years. I like, like that. Have have him go on that type of streak. He's the t- he. This guy's the real deal. All right, I, I want to put a pin in Gunther for one second, and I'll say why I don't want Gunther losing the IC title. But let's jump up to the other match that's announced, which was one we did not get at SummerSlam. And the build to it, I think, has been really good. And that's Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. It's going to be a great match. This might be the match of the night or the day. It could be during this paper. It would be during the day. That is true. Um, uh, It should be the best one. This... Doing it at SummerSlam would have been way too rushed, and I get why they um, did what they did with the whole injury angle thing and stuff like that. So they could um, build on the story a bit to make it make sense instead of Vince just booking, you know, oh, here, have Riddle and Seth Rollins go wrestle. Go ahead. We don't need a story. Just have them go wrestle. Yeah. (laughs) So... God damn it, pal. Just do it in the ring. Yeah, Vince just said, hey, go ahead, go out there. Uh, But no, Triple H H knows how to book a good story, and this should be a great match now. And I could see – nope, never mind. I just realized Riddle still can't challenge for the title, and then we have Karrion Cross. But speaking of the title, the main event – is Drew McIntyre, the homegrown boys returning back to the promised land, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. Drew's, listen, sorry, Drew, it's Roman's world. It's Roman's island, and you're just (laughs) living on it. It's Think of the pop, though. Oh, Think of the pop, Drew. That would be such a good pop. Uh, I you know I think Cross gets involved in this somehow some way because he's been involved with these two since he got brought back. Yeah. By the way, Triple H has booked Cross perfectly. He hasn't overexposed him yet. Um, you know he doesn't have to be on SmackDown every week. He can just do vignettes or you know promos backstage, which has been perfect. Agreed. So look out for him. Look out for Theory, maybe. Some you know two possibilities of happening. Um, I would be shocked. I would be shocked if there was a a cash in. I think they're going to hold this with with him for a while. I I think so too. But at some point, you got to take one of the titles off him. You do. I don't know. We talked about this before, and I mean, you know how I would book theories cash in. I know. Um, and I, I think it's money. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. Cody comes back, wins the Rumble. At this point, the titles, there's only one title on Roman. Rollins is the WWE champion. Cody wins the Rumble, challenges Rollins 
in the main event of WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes hits the disaster kick. He hits crossroads. He does everything. He hits a curb stomp. Whatever he has to do. And he gets the pin. One, two, three. Adrenaline in my soul. <laughs> Boom. He's cheering. He's cheering. Fireworks, confetti. Bro, throw Brandy. Throw Pharaoh. Get his kid in the ring. Have everything. Like, have him embrace this moment. And then A-Town down. That would and be then great. my boy. Yeah. My boy, Austin Theory. Give him his first name back because Triple H has three. Austin Theory comes back. <laughs> Cash is in money in the bank. One, two, three. That would be Youngest heat, world heat. champion in history. Heat. That would be one major heat. And... Oh, my God. Do it. <laughs> oh. The only reason I, I'm a little biased when it comes becomes to Cody, he is – I want to see him win that title. I'm sure it'll be at night one of WrestleMania. I will, will I, but I want to see him walk out with it. Um, He's gonna he'll he'll win it. He'll be on the top rope with it. He'll come down with it, and then Austin Theory's walking to the back with it. Be major heat. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but I like to see Cody win it all and just just hold it for a while. But hey, he, he maybe it back. maybe it happens. Maybe it happens. But no, this this. Uh, Roman Drew match. I don't see Drew winning. No, I see Roman winning. Maybe some shenanigans with Theory or Cross. Definitely Cross. I definitely think we see him. You know, the um, Usos are going to get involved somehow. Possibly. Yeah, I'm sure they'll. Maybe Sami Zayn. Um, I'm oh, sure yeah, we'll Sammy. see Sam, Sammy. I, I gotta say this about Sami Zayn. He has been unbelievable in this role. Probably some of his best work. He's doing really good. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, I didn't get a chance to watch him on Broken Skull Session. But he said that he just... Oh, he was great. The clips that I saw that he just... He runs with every opportunity he gets. And he just... The Johnny Knoxville jackass thing knocked it out of the park. He did really good with that. That was a very entertaining match that they did. And normally you would think, well, celebrity, like this type of celebrity, oh, it's going to be bad. That shit was funny. That was fun. And Mm -hmm. it was because of Sammy. And he made that work. Yeah. There's only certain things that certain people can make work. And Sammy Zayn is one of those people. Kevin Owens is one of those people. They can make certain things work. Yeah, they can. Um, Good show today. Yeah, a few power outages. but <laughs> Yeah, crazy. Um, wow. I'm just glad it didn't mess up the the feed. I, I'm glad it happened at separate times for us and not the same time. I know. We both of us had were solo today. Yeah. Me and for a little while, you. I don't like it. I, 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 need, the, I need the tag team action. Yeah. Um. So raw tonight, big night, Canada, Canada in action. First time in what twelve years? Ten I years, think? I think they said ten Crazy. years on Raw. Crazy, which is hard to believe. But then I did remember. Well, he when he came back, he fought on SmackDown. 
MSG SmackDown, yeah. Yeah, and I, because I, I, I was confused by that. I said, well, then yeah, I remember him wrestling during TV well, a few times. Yeah. But it was for SmackDown. So, yeah, first time in 10 years for all. It's going to be good. And I have a feeling that uh, Beth Phoenix is going to get involved. And Maybe. she's backstage reportedly. Yeah, there's going to be some sort of thing with her and Rhea, which, which would be cool. Lots of lots of different directions that they could go in because people people want to work for the game. They want to play the game. They do, and who wouldn't right now? And especially with all that's going on in AEW, it's like a. I know, I know one person that doesn't want to play the game, and I'm going to do it for my boy because he said that I made his day with the other one. <laughs> God damn it! Put the game away. <laughs> no, Vince. It's game time, baby. Triple H is in charge. Raw three hours flies right by. And you know what? You're going to be live tweeting tonight for this yes. Inc. Um, oh, we may have to talk because next Monday I will be in the city of Atlantic. And that's well, Atlantic City. And I will... Definitely be too intoxicated to do this show. Yeah. But maybe we could do a different time or we can figure that out. But we'll figure it out. We appreciate you all joining us. Um, Obviously, there was no wrestling trivia today, which I forgot to let Ladarius and Matt know. Um, Sorry about that, guys. Uh, If We'll figure it out next time. We'll figure it and out. Always appreciate you, Ladarius, uh, interacting yeah, with us. Yeah, shout out to Ladarius. He saved me during, during your power outage. He gave me a, he gave me a good question. Ladarius is in the in the gorilla position. I love it. <laughs> there we go. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, take care. Enjoy Raw, and have a great night. See you, guys. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 